So before we get into any type of fantasy stuff, there's a few things I just wanted to go over in terms of um, PLL stuff in general. So the league standings, the Archers lose the lose their top seed. Whipsnakes take it. Redwoods stay where they are. The Atlas move down one. Water Dogs move down three. Chrome moves down one. Cannons move down one, and Chaos move up two. Not a whole lot of you know severities. Archers losing two was pretty crazy. Whipsnakes won. Uh, Redwoods won. They had a good game. I was there for that one. I mean, just fantastic to watch. Atlas continue to stay hot. Uh, Water Dogs, not the greatest weekend. But, you know, you only lose one game and you drop down a whole bunch. Well, on the other hand, Chaos only wins one game and they move up a whole bunch. Chrome, 1-1 one one on the weekend. So, nothing super crazy, but it's still early. I think not next week, but the week after is the All-Star break. And we'll see if I can bring up my All-Star votes so far. Uh, a quick trade alert so the cannons receive kevin reisman face-off guy from the whip snakes and the whip snakes receive chris hogan and drew simino uh, midfielder and face-off respectively cannons here while i don't even know if simino is better than reisman the cannons are at least looking to say drew simino was not the answer so we just need somebody uh, and especially you know you have joe nardello what do you really have to lose at that point? You know, if he gets hurt, you're having a huge loss anyway. So it's like you you might as well take on another guy and Chris Hogan for, you know, he'll, he'll sell Chris Hogan will sell jerseys. Maybe possible work on the defensive end. And Simino, it's like, ah, we'll see if he's any better than Reisman. Reisman hasn't really gotten a chance. Uh, I'm sure he's happy to, you know, finally be in a place where he's allowed to go and do some stuff. So we'll see what happens there. Getting into some fantasy stuff. So from week four, Archer's Chrome. Um, specifically, what I was looking at with this matchup was the Farrell Kelly matchup. This was the Friday night game. Connor Farrell went 58%, uh, while Stephen Kelly went 41%, showing that hierarchy of um, you have Nardella at the top, TD Erlin, and Trevor Baptiste right below him, and then after that, Connor Farrell, after that, Stephen Kelly, after that, everyone else who kind of meshes in. Uh, <clears throat> probably Jake Withers on top of that, and then everyone who falls below. Uh, good weeks, Schreiber. Um, I said he was going to have a better week last week. Uh, didn't exactly happen, but still a three-point game. Uh, most with Ament, who had all assists, three points. And then with one goal, we had Field, Manny, Harris, Ambler. Nothing super crazy on that side of the, side of the ball, <coughs> which is surprising uh, from the Archers since they've been so offensively dominant. But their defensive side was actually very good. McNeil, Hasek, and Harris all had great games. Uh, while Drew Adams played, um, you know, I'm not a huge Drew Adams fan. I'm not actually a Drew Adams fan at all. Uh, I like Adam Gittleman 10 out of 10 times. But 63%, 12 saves, 7 goals against. What are you going to do? Um, you know, especially when you <clears throat> when you lose a game 8-7. to seven, It's like, oh, what the fuck? What, what, like, what are you really going to do? You know? Can't pin it on Drew Adams for that one. Good fantasy outing by him, to be honest. Um, for the Chrome, on the other hand, though, Heacock had a hell of a game. He had five points last week versus the Whipsnakes, which is a huge, 
huge statement, and this time he had four goals against you know a very good team in the Archer. So maybe Hecox a person to you know lay eyes on. Um, Morrill three points, another good outing by him. He's been fucking on fire. He's definitely got to look at, especially with Wolf still. I guess he's still out because he hasn't been playing at all. Uh, Manly two calls turnovers, three ball, uh, three ground balls. Good uh, work by him. White not the greatest, one and one. And then Will Haas, two ground balls. So they're defensively wise, which I kind of would have expected the other way, was the Archers' offense just going off and the Chrome's defense going off. But it kind of happened in the opposite fashion. While Jake Galloway, very interesting play here. So Jake Galloway, 68%, uh, 13 saves. So last week he had that 78%. The last two weeks he's only given up Six goals against average. This one, he only gave up seven goals. So, or six goals against with one two-pointer. So, it's kind of interesting to see that fashion that he's doing what he does. And then, I believe in the game at the end of the weekend, he was not actually the the goaltender who played. So, instead, they played uh, Sean Saccone, who, uh, we'll get into it later, but didn't have the greatest day. So, yeah, uh, looking back at this matchup, Schreiber continues to play well. Amen continues to play well. Amen, you kind of saw Schreiber start off a little slow. Defensively outstanding by the Archers. And then offensively, Heacock had a hell of a game. And Morrill continues to light it up. And then next, Redwoods and Water Dogs. I was here for this game. This was incredible. Someone who I never saw having a game that he did, Sergio Perkovic. Two goals, two two-pointers, and two apples. So, just never would have seen that coming. Ryder Garnsey, four goals. Hennenberg, three goals, one assist. Pinnell, one goal, three assists. Jones, four assists. Bernhardt and Kevin, or uh, Bertrad, Bertrad, Bert, Bertrad. Goddamn. Someone who I was number 41. I had no idea who he was, and neither did my friend. Him and Kavanaugh both had three points. So, Redwoods just... and absolute offensive explosion this week i believe it was 19 goals that they put up unreal gd erland continues to kill at a faceoff dot 73 percent troutner and kelly they split the game so troutner started and then kelly finished the game uh 47 and 45 percent so not the greatest by either of them and then on the flip side with the water dogs connor kelly eight points Again, you know, like, what the fuck? Four goals, one two-pointer, and two assists. Zach Carrier, seven points, three goals, four assists with seven ground balls. Zach Carrier shows that he is an elite fucking two-way player. Just an absolute fucking animal right now. Uh, Karen McArdle had five points. And then, you know, a couple of guys, Brown Walker, two points each. Brown, I'm surprised not to have too many points. But I guess that's what happens when, you know, you have two guys with seven points each. Seven plus points each. Defensively, Burns and Reese both had good games. Ward and Cipriano both had whatever games in that. Neither of them were over 37%. So here, you know, offensive explosion. Very much deeper, which you know you usually don't wouldn't really even see out of the um out of the Redwoods. A much better outing this time than most others. Although you're kind of concerned suspect bo- uh, both with these um with the uh, the defenses, especially going into matchups next week, specifically uh, the Redwoods versus the Whipsnakes. Can't play like you just did right there. 
coming into next week, and then Water Dog versus the Chrome, who have been more or less hot, not as hot as some of these other teams, who we'll get into in uh, a few, but still pretty hot team. Next up, we have the Cannons and Chaos. Again, another good game. I was here for the first half of this one, and then I decided that I didn't like being fucking soaking wet. Um, I got to see Paul Rabel's uh, goal where he, I think it was a goal, goal or assist, I can't remember, where he became the lacrosse all-time leader in points, which was pretty neat. So speaking of him individually, three goals, three assists, six points for him. Rafis, three points. Um, Eddie, two points, two cost turnover, seven ground balls, a pretty elite day for him. And then Bell, two calls, turnovers, three ground balls. Goodrich, two calls, turnovers, three ground balls. Morocco, 38%. Not very good. Five-minute major. So Stover came in at 75%. Didn't really see too much, though. Big brawl in the beginning of this game, too. It was great to see. And then here we had Adler at 65%, which was a pretty good outing for him. He's been struggling a little bit. So, you know, you got to put Adler. I guess you would say... Jake Withers and then Adler below him. So maybe he's the sixth best face-off guy in the league. Guess, I guess it depends on the matchup. Uh, Chaos, yeah, not the, not the greatest by them on the face-off. Uh, they've been struggling ever since uh, the 2020 season. And they've just been playing ring around the rosy over there. But offensively for them, Josh Byrne, five points, two goals and a three assists. Pretty fucking good day by him. Ryan Smith, four points. Mac O'Keefe, four points with a hat trick. Cloutier, four points, two and two. McKay and Frazier, two points each. McKay with one call turnover, four ground balls as well. Newman, pretty decent day defensively, two calls turnovers, a ground ball. And then Reardon with 67% and 18 saves. So looking pretty good for them. Uh, Josh Byrne continues to stay hot. Uh, O'Keefe has a good game. Cloutier continues to be an offensive weapon. Uh, Newman looks good. And then Blaze Reardon, as always, continues to fucking eat. Now with the Whips and Archers, which to me was the fucking game of the week. Um, you know, you have the the first place Whips, of um, the first place Archers against the back-to-back championship Whips, whip Snakes. So, doesn't get much better than that, let me fucking tell you. So this was a game kind of full of surprises to me. Brad Smith, five points, four goals. Didn't re- did not really see that coming. Uh, Zeddy Ball game, four points, two goals, and a fucking two pointer. Don't see that out of him all too often, especially attackmen in general. Carlson had a hat trick, which is good to see. Jay Carlson is a fucking awesome attackman and it's good to see him get hot as well especially after rambo having a pretty decent week you know now jay carlson gets a little hot zed ball game gets back into it so whips are looking pretty dangerous right now hoss with three points and then defensively a bot has been fucking put in work man i i really didn't even know that he was this fantasy viable but he's got three three calls turnovers six ground balls and fucking two points so good for him Done with two cost turnovers, two ground balls, and then you got Nardella with 72%. What was interesting was Burnlore gave up 14 goals, um, only had four saves, so he was saving a total of 22%, so really rough outing by him. 
wasn't really sure what it was about, but he played the entire game, to my knowledge. And then on the flip side with the Archers, you got Will Manny, five points. Um, Schreiber, four points. Ment, four points. Fields, four points. So good to see, you know, Schreiber continues to do well. Uh, I believe he went from a one or two, three to four points. And then this weekend, he's got the three and the four point game. Both in losses, though. So that's the only interesting thing about it. Both in losses. Amen continues to just be that workhorse. He's just doing it all. And then Manny and Fields, it's good to see them. You know, they're they're the guys kind of in that rotation of like, oh, are they going to go off today? Oh, yeah, they are. Oh, are they going to go off today? Oh, maybe not today. Defensively, McMahon had a really good game. Hasek had a pretty good game. Uh, McMahon really just had a ton of fucking ground balls. And then Gittleman, 52%. That's about what I was looking for uh, was to play Gittleman again. But, you know, interesting to see Adams. I guess maybe that's why. I believe earlier in the season he um, – the Archers coach wanted to split the first couple of games, and then that's when Adams came in, and now you have Gittleman coming back. Who knows what's going to happen to them, but I would like to see them just fucking pick a fucking goaltender, let me tell you. Uh, additionally, we have our last game of the, of the weekend, uh, the Chrome versus the Atlas. Speaking of that team before, uh, the hot team, Atlas is that hot team. Atlas is a team that you really have to – worry about right now they've been fucking red hot uh ranigan three points for the chrome continues to play pretty well tarifanko had a sick fucking game he actually i believe won uh, player of the week three calls turnovers five ground balls one point modernski two two calls turnovers one ground ball anderson four ground balls will Haas three ground balls so a lot of ground balls on that side <laughs> a lot of ground balls on the chrome side but not a lot of goals on their side. So, Rannigan's really the only guy, I believe, if I view the stats real quick, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys with just one point. Um, Jackson Moreau being one of them, which was interesting. Tarafanko also being one of them, which was kind of cool. Um, and only Jordan McIntosh was the only other guy to have more than one point. So, interesting to see out of the Chrome especially after such a great game by a few of them specifically. Heacock had one, Moreau had one, so we'll see what happens with them. That's a that's a take a stick and uh, put a pin in it. There we go. Put a stick in it. Put a put a pin in it. And like I said before, Sacone um 38%, not sure why they didn't put it in Galloway, maybe it's because of the two games this weekend. On the other side of it though, the guy who I've been fucking waiting to have this type of day, Brian Costabile, six points, three goals, and one two-pointer, and an assist off of nine shots. Fucking great day by him. Uh, Romar Dennis, five points as well. Jeff Teat, another fucking three-point game. Um, Danny Logan with three points as well. Three calls turnovers and three ground balls. So Danny Logan with a hell of a day. Um, and then Costabile also had two calls turnovers, two ground balls, so it's not like Danny Logan was the only motherfucker out here. Cade Van Rapphorst and Rex Road. Rex Road has been fucking unstoppable recently, but just in addition to that, uh, both of them had, with the one calls turnover, three ground balls, so good outing by both of them. Baptiste, 63%, Concanon, 56% at their respective positions, so good to see out of both of them. Um... I would like to be able to put this next episode out 
Thursday night when I get home from work so people can listen to it Friday before the game. But it's just a matter of waiting for these um, for these injury reports. Right now, there's nothing that really came up for me. But we'll see what happens at the end of the day. For now, though, I just uh, I continue to appreciate anyone who's listening to this. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Hope you guys are playing fantasy lacrosse. I uh, can't wait for, you know, next week. Fuck, I don't know what else to tell you, man. Have a good day and uh, hug your brother. Hug your mother.